Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to the official Broadwaisted podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky. On today's episode, wedding bells are ringing because it's your wedding day. Almost. Does one plus one equal three? Someday, or maybe on the choo-choo honeymoon, but one hand, one heart is the math I subscribe to. Get us to the church on time because you're in for cold feet's treat. No bride's lament today because they all want to marry them a little. That's why they pop, pop, pop the question. I do, I do, I do, I do. Now, I love to cry at weddings, especially old-fashioned weddings, but all that matters is that love is always lovely in the end. Joining us today are the usual fancy dresses, <laughs> <laughs> including Kevin, Wanna Grow Old with you, Jager. Well, that was a good one. Thanks, Brian. And do you know what today is, Kevin? What is it, Brian? It's four days until Kimberly, our game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour, becomes Mrs. Kimberly Schmidt. Oh, I thought you meant it because it was my birthday. It is? Yeah. But it's also four days yeah, till Kimberly's wedding, and it was Kimberly's wedding. Way more exciting. <laughs> yeah. But with us today uh, are two guests who are almost ready to tie the knot themselves. One made her Broadway debut in the Bridges of Madison County and just recently starred in the incredible off-Broadway production of Himself and Nora and the L.A. production of Merrily We Roll Along. The other is just her fiancé. <laughs> um, <laughs> you better correct that quick. Um, you may have seen him in Lysistrata Jones on Broadway, off-Broadway in Fat Camp, or on the national tour of We Will Rock You. He's also the host of the incredibly popular web series Broadway's Booze. Let's give a Broadway big... Bro- booze? Bo- yeah. Broadway yeah. Booze? Yeah. No, I never watched it. Hashtag <laughs> 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 <said> good friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's give a big Broadway to welcome to Friends of the Show. Friends of the Show! Friends of the Show! Friends of the Show! Oh, Jay... <laughs> Wait, is that, is that Enemy of the Show, Jay Schmidt? Enemy of the Show, Jay Schmidt. Dun, dun, dun. Hi, guys. <laughs> Just lurking. Yeah. He's also getting married, but Kimberly's really getting married. Yeah. 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 Um, it's my birthday. Uh, Whitney Bashore <laughs> and Jared Zarelli. Basher, Basher, Basher. I, I thought it sounded fancier that way. Bashore does sound fancy. Bashore sounds like a little more French, but we're Scottish, so it's Basher. Yeah. 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 Great. Right. They bash. Yeah. Um, but you can follow them on social media at Whitney Basher and at Jared Zarelli. I'm on Twitter at Whitney Basher and on Instagram at Basher W. So let's just start off with how we start off every episode. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? Ooh, what are you drinking? Uh, this is Whitney. I'm having Lagunitas IPA. It's delicious. Same for me. I have a whiskey ginger ale. I have just whiskey with googly eyes. Because <laughs> that ice keeps her eyes. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> My house is fanciful. <laughs> I have a Bar Hill gin with some seltzer and a lime. Mm. Jay, what are you drinking? Oh, am I allowed to talk? I wasn't co- totally sure if I was allowed to talk. You're allowed to talk when spoken to. <laughs> <laughs> That's how your wedding's going. Uh, That's what the marriage is going to be. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, I'm doing a little uh, jalapeno-infused tequila. Ooh, cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. cheers. Cheers. So happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. a great group of people. But, I don't know, we're not too we're popular. It's a, it's a yeah, down we're not fancy. Yeah. No, I think you're fancy. Mm. I said Bashar. 
door. Fancy <laughs> <laughs> will make you fancy. Um, Broadway so, is where we make people fancy. <laughs> we are in the fancy dresses. <laughs> well, hold on. Yeah. You wrote that fantastic introduction. Yeah, that was, that was he does. You guys, he pulls this out for every episode. I was going to say, and I should start listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it. You you threw Kellogg's orange soda into your wedding bit. I do. I did. I did. I did. That's fantastic. That impressed me the most. Who loves Broadway puns? Brian loves Broadway puns. I do. I do. I do. I do. You really committed to that. Yeah. I'm very proud. That was a lot. But I'd like to start with like some questions for you guys. Okay. Mostly for Whitney. Um, <laughs> so, is this another of your running jokes, Brian? I don't have any running jokes. Okay. So, um, this joke is a marathon. <laughs> um, so, you guys are engaged. Mm-hmm. And what's it like managing your crazy schedules? You know, while kind of you're going away, you were in LA for a little bit, yeah. um, and um, he doesn't really work, so he can stay at home. <laughs> but, like. <laughs> Actually, I actually wrote that joke down. <laughs> I actually wrote, I actually wrote. Um, but like, but seriously, you know, he's out of town for a little bit, then you're out of town for a little yeah. bit, and you know, what's it like planning such a big event while you're really shifting back and forth um, in your like career schedules? Yeah. Well, we got engaged in September, and right after we got engaged, uh, cheers I- to that, by the way. Oh yeah, cheers. Very much. We did it. It's happening. Yes. Congratulations, guys. And, yeah. um, and um, about six weeks later, I left for L.A., mm-hmm. and um, so I did, like, a bulk of the planning between when we got engaged and before I left, because I knew when I was working, I was not going to be able to or want to think about it as much as I probably should have been, so we got the venue on lockdown, the food. Um, the venue, the menu. The venue, the menu, yes. and the rentals. So we got most of that done before I left for L.A. And then when I was in L.A., I kind of took a break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when I got back... You mean to do a show, not just take a break. Yeah. <laughs> well, you I did, took a break from wedding. I took a break. So you did, the, this week. you did the Michael Arden-directed Merrily We Roll Along, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Were you Beth? I was. Yes. Yes. Kevin, you clearly have follow-up questions to that. I do. Go. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Back- Just kidding, birthday boy! <laughs> <laughs> no, as your birthday gift, you can ask one question. Thank you. Okay. I'm not going to waste okay, it. Okay, okay. Later. So, um, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So you got, you got to play Beth, which yeah. is a really interesting part in the fact that it has probably one of the most iconic Sondheim songs ever. Yes. As one of the only real moments where you get to open up emotionally. Yeah. Um, how did you attack that as an actress, knowing that so many people have done it? And I'm sure that a lot of our listeners who are younger and are coming up into a world where some of these roles have been done before, how would you advise to them going into these things that are iconic and making it your own? Mm. Well, it's such a well-known song, so I think you will only sort of damn yourself if you go into a YouTube wormhole of like listening to Bernadette Peters mm. and... And everyone else that sort of sung the song. Um, The song out of context in a concert setting is very different than the song in the context of the show, I would say. Something I learned doing the show. Um, It happens near the very end of Act One. And it's right, uh, it's just after you've met Beth and you learn that she's in the process of getting a divorce from the main character, Frank. And um, it's really this, like, gut-wrenching, horrible moment where it's, you sort of meet, like, every character in Merrily, you meet every character, like, at their worst. Mm-hmm. 
And so emotionally, it's um, once you're in the in the story, emotionally, it sort of takes over. You sort of get where you need to go if you really are living in the moment that it lives in. I think I would be more nervous doing the song in a concert setting, out of context, uh, where it's just being presented and I had like a big orchestra behind me because I think that's where the song sort of lives in its infamy is girls and women mm. in sparkly dresses like with bands concert like setting, singing yeah. the song. I, yeah, truth. I don't know if as many people have a memory of it in the context of the show. So I felt very... Um, protected by the the show doing it in the show so i guess what i would say to anybody coming up and t- tackling roles or songs that are, are very well known or iconic is um you know you'll never be as good as somebody else is at being who they are so just be yourself mm-hmm. in the part um because if you bring yourself to it and it's honest it's always going to be good Awesome. Cool. Mm-hmm. Question about for both of you, because you kind of did it the opposite ways. Going from the like the out of town yeah. and then coming to Broadway. Yeah. For Bridges? For Bridges. Sorry, I'm switching over to Bridges. Um, I mean, I guess what was the transition like for that in terms of the different audiences, the changes and how quickly everything happened? Yeah. And then for Jared, what was it like to kind of be on tour and then, you know, going back and forth and, and being a very different experience? What was that lifestyle change like? And, mm-hmm. and what was like the day-to-day? How was the difference in that? Yeah. I did the tour of Wicked before Liz Estrada, and then we, we will rock you post that. Um, well, with Wicked, it was just the greatest um, financial opportunity. That's a show people do to, to buy a house or a car. If you're in the ensemble, at least, which I was at that time, mm-hmm. you have guaranteed paycheck for as long as you want. And it's a really nice... Paycheck and spent nice. that for a year. And Liz Strong Jones was quick. That was that was three months, but I never went on. And um, just kind of sitting in the dressing room. Were you room swinging like, for that show? Yeah. I, yeah, I was a standby. Yeah, because the role the show didn't have an ensemble. It was just all right. the roles, and I covered Josh. Yeah, and then two other characters. And um, it was me and one other guy that covered all the guys. And I never got to go on. And so I just saved up my money, sat in the back, and had a lot of free time. And so you can kind of find some hobbies during that. And that's where I created the blog. Yeah, yeah. I just and that's when it was just me. There were no guests. It was just me talking to my iPad, and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's something to do. Just backstage. Yeah, that's it. That's all. You, if you look back in the backlog, the first ones are just in that dress room. You can probably hear Liz Strauss Jones on the monitor. But then we will rock you. The whole thing was that was one of those tiered tours. Yeah, and so the money was much less, much, much, much less. Where I made a good deal more in the ensemble of Wicked than as a principal, and we will rock you. Interesting. But artistic fulfillment kind of changed, and the, we had less. Long sit downs like Wicked did because yeah. there they would just sit down for five weeks at a time. Yeah. Blue Rock, you were up and moving every week, but getting to do a role a little bit more artistically fulfilling. Do you feel like the choices you made for those tours and those those opportunities helped you, like you and Whitney, to get where you are now to feel comfortable, like starting a life together? Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's it's it allowed me to invest a little bit of money for the first time in my yeah. life with Wicked. I didn't know what I was doing, but I got some advice from from family friends mm-hmm. from and um, from. <laughs> <laughs> She, she make my money fly. She know, yeah. No, she knows the green. Oh. Oh. Let's do an audience poll. Who has the better pun? <laughs> yes, How to make my money fly. They're really supportive of Brian's puns. Oh, I'll never win. Our, our fan base is very, very supportive of Brian. Brian-centric. Yeah. They, they all love it. So, they love it. I have a gift for you, Jared. Oh, what? No. Oh, I love this. 
brought you, I brought you chicken and slices. Brian, yeah. <laughs> he respected my request, and this is a brand I love. It's Oscar Mayer Deli Fresh. Delicious. I'm sorry, what's happening? <laughs> I just gave Jared deli slices of chicken. Do you know what this means, Whitney? Is this like an inside well, joke well, or? So Jared is on a very protein <laughs> diet. Yeah. Anybody, protein does anybody else diet. want a chicken slice? Yeah, come on. No, no I just ate a meatloaf. <laughs> Jay, come on! No, I don't want a chicken slice. Jay, Jay. eat a chicken slice. You're, <laughs> you're very health conscious right now, Jay. Jay's uh-huh. also on a diet because he has been in a tuxedo. No, you know what? Jay's got four days of his tuxedo. To Jared in college, tell me, in which you basically smelled like canned tuna all the time <laughs> because that was all you ate, and you were like, "Oh, I love it! It's so great!" And I was like, "I want to die." Like, yeah, <laughs> and he had holes in his socks that went up to his like above his ankles. Yeah, it was not okay. Yeah, I never got rid of those socks. Yeah, until so, you came, till there was you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there were holes those in, in my, my socks. <laughs> And I smelled like canned tuna. <laughs> so, Whitney, going back to you for that question, mm-hmm. kind of, can you talk about the difference. transition from, um, I guess, was it regional tryout, if anything, uh-huh. and then bring it to Broadway? And then, I mean, because you, you both were in short-lived Broadway shows. Yes. Um, and that were well-received, but just couldn't find the audience. Totally. Um, kind of just was so would, good Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, kind of, I guess, talk about, a little bit about, about that. Well, when we did it in Williamstown, I don't know if any of you or any of your listeners have been to Williamstown, but it's like this ugh, this quintessential little like Massachusetts hamlet. It's so wonderful and uh-huh. artistic. And um, so pretty much everybody that was in uh, the show on Broadway was there in Williamstown, except for a couple exceptions. And uh, you're, you're put up in these old houses, so you don't know anybody there except for your cast. So it becomes this very sort of... Um, tight-knit family very quickly, like most out-of-town jobs do. And there were tons of changes. It was very collaborative with Bart, like finding the vocabulary of the show and what it was going to be, and um, numbers were being cut and changed. Hmm. Scenes were being cut and changed all the time. Um, it was it was like a full, full-time job up there, tr- sort of like shaping the show and changing it and everything. Was that your first experience um doing that specifically for a show that kind of knew it was going somewhere else? That was the first time I had ever worked on a show knowing that I was going to move it to Broadway. Okay. Yes. And then, um, so that was in the summer, and then we started rehearsals for the Broadway production in December. Mm -hmm. There had been some cast changes, and um, I will say it was my first and only experience on Broadway, and everything's fancier on Broadway. Like, the budget. Your name changed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Yeah, you are Bashor. Bashor. Yeah, I mean, like, just, you rehearse in, in like, New 42, which is, like, the most beautiful sunlit studios, and the producers are there giving you everything you need. Like, every need is met, and um, it was really amazing to... To work on something that we all felt had such artistic integrity, but we knew it was going into such a commercial playing field. Mm-hmm. I feel often mm. things that that are on Broadway perhaps have more of a commercial playing field from the from the get go, right? Like you're, you're you're doing it, and you know, like it's glitter and sequins, yeah. and everybody knows yeah. like it's going to sell, 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 sell. And ours was like this little nugget that we that we were so proud of and made us all feel like artists and then we sort of put it in this like commercial world yeah. 
Um, so we all felt very like protective of it and very proud of it. But the lifestyle is very different because in you know in Williamstown you're you're living in this old house with like six other actors and you all share a bathroom. And then what's nice about working in town is that you get to diversify your life. You go to work, but then you get to come home and see your significant other. Mm-hmm. You get to see your friends outside of work um, and sort of live your life outside of the show. Cool. I guess the, I'll ask the more the most important question, um, Jared. What's your favorite donut? <gasps> <laughs> good question, good question. Donuts will be the dessert at our wedding. Yep. You'd have like, like a donut yes. tower, a donut yeah, cake? Yeah, look forward to that. Yeah, that's going to be, it's going to be Wegmans most likely, donuts. Yo, Wegmans. Wegmans. We're going to get federal donuts at our wedding? Oh, you are there. Wait, what? <laughs> you know I would die for federal at your wedding. Uh, truthfully, a good old-fashioned chocolate can't be beat. Mm. A good, if it's done well, from Donut Pub donut? is my favorite in the city. But are we talking yeah. about, it's not... Not a glaze with chocolate icing, a chocolate Great. cake Instead donut. Glazed. Yeah. Great. Not oh. glazed. Well, not glazed. Oh. But, but like just a... Are you asking if the chocolate cake donut is, is glazed? glazed? Yes. Um, yes, I do like it glazed, actually. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. With a shine. I see what you mean now. I thought, yes. I thought you meant like It was like such a professional way to no, answer no, that no. question. Why, well, I do like it glazed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Julia Child all of a sudden. That was the best, <laughs> best short kind of answer. You know, we got a donut pan at my bridal shower, so I can start making donuts. What did you... A donut pan? Yeah. But like instead of a muffin tin, it's a don't. They're donut shaped oh, so that you can bake donuts. Bake Holy magic. Be a a little bit healthier. And I got a KitchenAid mixer, so if anyone yeah. wants donuts, come to mine. <laughs> Good question. You're welcome. Yeah. Kevin, so, so for I, your birthday, I'll give you another question. Thanks. So I had already asked uh, a, one question to you, Whitney, about what it was like to sing a song that has already been made iconic by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you got to actually make a song iconic in a way, I would say, um, when you got to be part of Poskin Paul's Edges. Yeah. Um, oh, there's videos of me singing yeah. that yes. Whitney was the person that I watched like a thousand times sing Perfect. Oh my God. Um, to the point that my siblings actually make fun of me for my like YouTube watch musical theater phase by going, I could be perfect. I could be perfect. <laughs> like at me. That's so Kevin, good. What was it like to sing a song that then blew up and became like the song that everyone was auditioning with that's so crazy you know it's the whole Benjamin justin story is crazy they were a year younger than me in school went to michigan okay and we were all not cast in city of angels and so they decided to get together and start writing music and they asked me and nick blameyer and chelsea and now packard and uh this guy nick ardell to come be a part of this song cycle and we would get together in um, Nick Lehmeyer's apartment, and they would, like, write songs, and we would sing through them. And we decided to do a little presentation at this concert hall in Michi- Michigan called Carytown Concert House. And we did it, and then there were some lovely um, donors who at Michigan um, who provided enough money for us to record a CD. Then people got so excited about that, we decided to do, like, a, a literal, like, bus, no truck, just bus tour of Edges where we went to... Um, Westport, Connecticut, because that's where Justin's from. Philly, because that's where uh, Benj is from. Um, And a couple other places. And it became, like, so beloved that that, um, Capitol Rep in Albany decided to, like, do a production. And Gordon Greenberg was the director. And he had asked Benj and Justin to kind of revise some things, maybe write some new songs to make it a more cohesive idea. So we went and we did the show. And what Benj and Justin do and did so well is that they sort of got on that social media train before anyone Mm -hmm. else had 
and took videos of the songs as they were happening live and posted them on YouTube. And as far as I know, I wasn't aware of, of other like young composers doing that at the time, like getting their music out there that way. Right. And they sort of met like young people finding YouTube videos and putting their YouTube videos on YouTube at like the most amazing moment of like fireworks. Yeah. And so many people became obsessed with their music. I don't think we knew like any like this was going to happen. I remember seeing our friend Jake Wilson like in the audience with the camera and <laughs> thinking like, oh, we'll share it with our friends. Yeah. Not ever thinking that anyone else like really would see I mean, that. That video has, of you singing perfect has been watched like a ridiculous number of times. I'm gonna, look, I'm gonna yeah, look, yeah. look up the current number. Yeah. Yeah. Because right that was like I talk about, like, the summer between my freshman and sophomore year of college was my YouTube summer, because I would, like, go to bed at 10 o'clock in the suburbs of New Jersey and just be like, (laughs) what's happening out there in the world? Yes! And it was, like, Edges and Kerrigan Loudermilk and Ryan Scott Oliver and Jonathan Reed Gelt, just, like, Scott Allen was that same time. And it was, I don't know, I watched all of them. And then I was the girl in college that, like, then found all the sheet music. And I was like, screw R&H, I'm singing this. Yeah, so they're like, oh, And they're like, we don't know what this is. Why is it hard to play? (laughs) There's 300 and, over 320,000 people have watched you sing this. Wow. (laughs) And you're so good. Such a good presentation of that We should have so much more money. (laughs) (laughs) Were you equity at the time? Like, was that... Yes, allowed equity at the time, but it was before. It was before they knew that was right? the thing. Was before, uh, like, yeah, that didn't blow up yet. They hadn't even talked about all that. Yeah, there was no it thing. Was. It was just like we'll put it on YouTube, thinking like maybe a couple people will see it or we'll use it to like promote the show. I don't think they ever thought three hundred and some thousand. Right. Yeah, I mean, I was playing in Florida, and I remember like hungry for anything New York new musical yeah. theater yeah. Exactly. and I remember watching those videos of like you and then Farrah Alvin mm-hmm. and just like yes. falling in love with this thing that I didn't even know what it was I think it was also the first thing of its kind that I think reached a lot of people a particular type of youthful sound mm-hmm. um, a more contemporary sound um, that I think a lot of young people just really identified with like you said like screw RNH I want to sing this like yeah. there was something about the music the the lyrics the the way it made you feel that like spoke to you as a young person more than like Oklahoma would or yeah, it, Carousel mm-hmm. to yeah. me it felt like a, it felt like a songs for a new world that was for yes. us mm. exactly. like it was like like songs for a new world was for that generation that had just missed exactly. me yeah. my age like, and my world yeah. like exactly. I appreciated and loved all those songs but like that was for a New York that I wasn't a part of. Correct. And so for me, Edges was like that little yeah. piece of musical right theater that, that was time. like, it got yeah. my life. It got where I felt like as a performer and as an artist, it was just like... Super edgy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What are your favorite musicals? Uh, well, I grew up listening to Ragtime. Um, That's what the people call it. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the people call it the a ragtime. <laughs> <laughs> I know his jokes too. Oh yeah, these people. are not first timers. <laughs> um, ragtime and Rent were probably on repeat more than anything else growing up. But I have distinct memories of the first time I heard Parade, hmm. The Secret mm. Garden, Revive Parade. Oh, oh my god! There's a Twitter account called Revive Parade, and all they tweet is Revive Parade. <laughs> <laughs> over and over and over and over and over again. Revive Parade. The push has been Carmen Cusack Parade. <gasps> oh. She'd be magical. Amazing. Right? Yep. 
Guys, she was so good in Bright Star. I wept openly. She was so, so good. good. Can you yeah. can you curse for us? Can yeah. I? Yeah. So she'll sing over top of it. So Good. <laughs> yeah. We love you, Carmen. We love you. National treasure. National treasure, Carmen Keith. She is. So I feel like those four are probably my top. Okay. My top four. Jared. Yeah. Jared. Um, uh, I got exposed to Follies and a little light music in high school and fell in love with them pretty hardcore ninth and tenth grade oh, wow. way sooner than I should have. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And fell in love, and then of course <laughs> ninth grader in love with Follies. <laughs> that's yeah, amazing. That was it. I was I was the youngest like Roscoe and Follies you've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Right. And then what's new that's great? I'm trying to think of something new, something something fresh. That I saw Lion King for the first time. Uh, not for the, I saw Lion King for the second time a couple weeks ago. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Laugh <laughs> as much. This is this is a Lion King. I, my friend gave me a comp to The Lion King, and I saw it, and I cried three times. And I'm going to tell you this. The Lion King is still internally completely alive within its ensemble and leads. In Lion King, they are. I'm giving a full push for Lion King. What's your favorite experience seeing a show? Well, the most recent one was Carmen Cusack in Bright Star. Mm. I, yeah, I, she's amazing. It was I, amazing. I had never seen her in anything. I didn't know yeah. what I didn't know what to expect from the show. Hannah Ellis is a friend, so I went to like see her. Friend of the show, Hannah Ellis. Yes. Hi, Hannah. Hi, And I couldn't take my eyes off Carmen. I mean, she was so spectacular. Yeah. And I loved everything. I loved that show. Yeah. I loved the direction and the choreography mm-hmm. and the way that they used oh, space. I the mean, reverse in Asheville. It was. And, I was so I loved beautiful. It. I the way back in the day it. when she transforms. When she runs into that yellow dress, I can't. When she ran into that dress, I And then she ran into that dress for all of us. I guys. started crying and I never stopped. It was incredible. And her, her body changed. Like, you see the transformation of, <laughs> yeah. like, the older woman to the she younger. So she takes her shoes off, puts her hair down. She's uh. incredible. I, I, I was the most, besides Kelly O'Hara, it was the most, like, Breathless, I've been watching a leading lady mm-hmm. ever in my whole life. Yeah, I can't imagine watching Kelly O'Hara from the wings like that. I was probably. Well, we, like, we sat on stage for the show, so like every cast member's gift was oh. literally sitting on stage and watching Kelly and Steve. Yeah. Work every night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh, walking down the, the aisles for that last first time. act. Mm. Oh. I just watched them the whole first act. Incredible. And you had done Clara before. Did you guys talk about that at all? Me the light in the piazza. Oh no, about oh, you and Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, we had talked about that because um, I did a. The it's actually a crazy story. The way that bridges happened is I got asked to do um, a concert at Fifty Four Below. Adam Gettle was doing a concert of like old music and new music, and this woman Kim Kim Grigsby was music director. Yeah, sure. And she had recommended me to Adam to be, like, the female singer for the evening. Mm -hmm. And Adam was like, yeah, I liked Whitney. I saw her in Piazza in Philadelphia. Which I saw. She would be great. Yeah. So I worked with Adam and Steve Pasquale. So it was me, Adam, and Steve Pasquale singing at 54 Below. For a week. That sounds dreamy. Of Adam Gettle music. It was my best life. And and it was like the UN of songwriters came to this. Like everybody wanted to see what Adam was working on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. At least as far as I know, he doesn't like he doesn't do a lot of concerts and debut a lot of things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So people go. So people they, wanted. They go. To, people were genuinely interested. Like, what is this guy working on? What are his new projects? Who is so, this kid? What's he gonna do? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Bart and and Jason were there mm-hmm. with Kelly. They had all come. They were sitting in the booth. Oh wow. And they were casting. Bridges in Madison County at the time. 
and then I got a call from my agent saying like they want to see you for this part ignore the breakdown it says that they're looking for someone like in their 40s but they saw you in this concert and they just they want to see you for the part uh, even though like you're not technically like right for it mm-hmm. so like Piazza in Philadelphia kind of like yeah Got you. Got me all of, like, all kind of tied together and made all of that happen. That's super cool. That's so yeah. cool. Her Barrymore Award sits in our living room. <laughs> oh, that's Did oh. you win that year? Yes. Good job. Yes. So, Kimberly and Jay, I have a question for you. Yeah. You're four days away from your wedding. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. <laughs> what are you scary. getting me for my birthday? Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I had an invitation to, to our You're wedding. Gonna have a yes. million, <laughs> You're going to have a million birthdays. They have one wedding. Yeah, I have a million birthdays. That's terrifying. Kevin's a vampire. You know that that water in your cup? That's took everlasting water. Uh, Take the water. You got Michael Parks. Oh man! So the best prank ever. We made Kevin immortal. It was hilarious. Yeah, Yeah. he got to watch us die. Yeah, he had to go to all of our funerals. Um, Amazing. So you're four days away. Uh I love. I want to hear what you're most excited for. And what you're, and it, no, you can't say like to get married to you, but like, but that's true. I know, but we no, know that's going to be your that's answer. Gross. So like, same thing. That's not gross. <laughs> so I want to hear what you're most excited for, mm. what you're kind of least excited for, and um, advice you would give to our friends who are a little further out from their wedding mm. than you. Oh, that's interesting. And our friends are Whitney and Jared. That's guys. Kevin and I are. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's gonna make me go first because he's the sappy one, mm-hmm, and he sure. wants to hear me try to be sappy cry? first. I love this. Well, no, because my the thing I'm most excited for is about Jay being sappy, is because we're getting married in a 250 year old church. Yes. Um, John Adams went to this church. So it is very cool. cool. There is a hundred year old organ that sits on the balcony, and that's going to play our whole wedding. Cool. And so during our processional. Jay and Brian and the rest of his groomsmen will be walking out to Pure Imagination, played on a 100-year-old organ. So cool. And then they're going to take their place. My bridesmaids are going to come down to some old-fashioned trumpet tune because it's cute. And then the big blue doors at the back of the church will close. And then they open again. Stop it. You're trying to make me cry. (laughs) You keep looking back at me. (laughs) I know. Well, you're so far away. And then when they open again, it will just be... He's sitting right next to her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, he's he's always too far away. If he's not just right here, just keep talking. <laughs> um, and then the doors will open again, and it'll be me and my dad at the top of the aisle, and Jay will be waiting. And we'll be recording live. During the- <laughs> <laughs> she has like a mic on her. Yes, yes. <laughs> she's a really ugly lapel mic. I'm gonna be so wasted in the aisle. And I'm like, I'm Birthday. They'll get up to the altar and be like, what are you drinking? <laughs> Communion wine. Yeah. What have you seen it's this not. week? Kimberly's wedding. <laughs> yes. Um, but okay. yeah, but I'm excited because I feel like that will be the it'll be the first time we see each other that day. Mm-hmm. But also, and because, when he sees your dad for the first time, he's gonna cry. Yeah. Well, my dad's gonna wear like a white tux, so he's gonna be really. Oh, handsome. is he really? Yeah. Oh. Well, Jay's wearing a purple tux, so he'll be extra handsome. Um, Jay, what are you um, most yeah. excited for? Um. Well, I'm very excited again. Yeah, we know. Keep going. I know. <laughs> Sorry, that's he tells recording. me every day. Um, no, truthfully, uh, I'm I'm very much. It, the ceremony is going to be spectacular, and that truly is what the day is about. 
That's what we like. That's been my for mindset. some people. Well, no, I mean, you know, I, <laughs> at, at the end of the day, the 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 reception sometimes becomes like the main event, but in my opinion, it's a celebration of the ceremony. But I am most excited for the reception, and that me and my mother are going to have our our mother yes. son dance to Mariah Carey's. All I want for Christmas is you. What? Yes, that's amazing. It's a Did long story, one? but I. It's one of those things where my mom still thinks I'm joking around when I keep saying she's like, "Oh, what are we gonna dance to?" I'm like, "Oh, Mariah Carey, like we nailed it." And she's like, "No, but like, really, what are we gonna dance to?" And I'm like, "We're dancing to Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You." And she still thinks I'm not gonna do it. And I can't wait. I can't wait. So the look on her face when I walk her out the, to, to do a, a mother and son dance, the look on her face when Mariah Carey pops in, boom, 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 she goes, no, Jay, no! And then we have to dance. You have yeah, to. You're so good. You have to. Amazing. Oh, my God. That's Can't wait. Yeah. What are you least looking forward to? That's a weird question. I mean, uh, like... No, I, I I'm most looking forward to the cheesesteak dumplings. I mean, that's fair. What? Yeah, there will be cheesesteak dumplings at cocktail hour. Oh, I love this wedding. So um, much. I'm actually, I'm actually yeah, gonna be sad. Yes, yes and Schmidt. <laughs> so, what do you least? We'll put this in the background while you talk about your least favorite thing. My least favorite thing, honestly, uh, I'm actually gonna be sad when it's over. In that. The and end is your least favorite part. Well, no, 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 no. It, in that, oh. it won't. It'll be. The prep and, like, the excitement around it, it for, you know, we are very fortunate to have a lot of good friends around us, and a lot of people have been very excited about our wedding, and it's been, it, the energy has been amazing, mm-hmm. and when it's over, it'll feel like the, the party's over mm. on that front. You know what I mean? Like, I understand that, like, the journey has just begun, and, like, we have a lot of, like, things to cover, and that's going to be amazing, but, like, it's it's really nice when you have so many people around you that are, like really rooting for you but also can also do yeah. you feel like because you know that so many p- people are excited oh, want a lot of <laughs> because, I'm telling you man it's gonna be a great first oh, dance I'm freaking out so and I, <laughs> so I can't be serious <laughs> so Dude, do you, he's gonna lose it do you, do you feel like because you have such a I'll be like ushered into like yeah, like when you fall, we'll catch you, kind of a thing. Sure. I mean, there will be trust falls at the re- yeah. at the yeah. reception. It's not animals. Is that not something everyone does? Yeah, yeah. Kimberly, what's your favorite? My least favorite, or the one That's thing right. I'm not looking forward to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of about it being over when you just said that. All I could think of, I don't want to take my dress off. Do you need your glasses are dirty? Do you need a thing to <gasps> clean them? Sure. Here. Oh, nice. Oh, look at that. We're like pretty even on glasses versus no glasses right now. I'm not wearing my glasses right now. It's very nice. Yeah. Do you carry this every day to clean your glasses? He does. Yeah, yeah I borrow it a lot. Like in Westworld. It's not bad. I, don't I should get one of these. It's classy. Every time I do it, I'm like, Westworld. Advice. No. Advice. I don't like awesome. It. Well, I don't know. Um, I will say this. Uh, I think you guys are fine. I was more getting at the fact that you guys are both very self-realized people, and I think you're going to be fine. Thanks. Yeah. Like, I was like, they love each other. They're going to be fine. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. yeah, and like as far as I can tell about your planning process, it's been like the most chill, which I think is the most sure, important. She's busting her ass. It's like the more you plan, the more relaxed you can be. Exactly. Yes. Like yes. the more yes. spreadsheets that everyone has memorized, yes, exactly. the yes. more you can sit and be oh like, everyone knows what's supposed to be yeah. at three. That's They've right. looked at the Google Doc. Yeah. <laughs> so on this Shout note, I think we should play our first game. Let's play it. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Are we and yes, all we ready? have to do games today. And Brian is the game master. I am the game master because game master because we're about to play the almost newlywed game. Almost wedding game. Newlywed game. Newlywed game. I'm your host, Brian Smiley. And uh, if you don't know, we have a couple of couples here. Uh, the n- almost newlywed game. Our first couple, number one, is Jared and Whitney. The countdown to their wedding is in May. Yay, May! When they're ready to cut through their cake. Cut it. Couple number two, Jay and Kimberly, are just four days away from tying that knot. Four oh, days? Woo. So, are we ready to play the almost newlywed game? Yes. We sure are, Brian. Thanks, Kimberly. Couple number two. <laughs> Uh, so if you don't know, we're going to start with the ladies are going into the soundproof room, a.k.a. Kimberly's bedroom that's not soundproof, so turn on music. It'll be soundproof. Uh, so as the ladies leave the room, I want to remind our gentlemen that I'll be asking them questions that you need to predict what your wife will answer okay. when she returns. Okay. If you match your answers, you get five points. Five points! And this is Kevin, our point Calculator. I will be keeping really good track of points and doing all the math myself without my iPhone, so just bear with him. (laughs) So let's get started. Ladies, please exit the room. Okay. Bye bye, bye, ladies. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, we're supposed to like kiss our husbands goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bye. I'm not your husband. She's gone. Yeah, but that's not a fun word to say. Well, hello, men. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. New gentleman table. Yes. So, gentlemen, I have three questions for you each. Okay. Okay. Let's do our first question. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. First question is, what musical has your fiancé listened to all the way through the most in her entire life? <laughs> Couple number one, Jared. Les Mis. You think it's Les You think the answer is Les Mis? I think the answer is Les Mis. Why do you think it's Les Miserables? Because as she was growing up, she she had an unfinished basement in her house that she would roller skate around, and she told me she would listen to Les Mis on repeat while she roller skated around her basement. So not Xanadu. Xanadu? She was roller skating. skating. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> or Starlight Express? <laughs> no one listened to Starlight Express that much then. Jay, same question. I'm just going to say Sunday in the Park with George and hope she grabs it, but I know she may say something else. Okay, so we have Les Mis and Sunday for our first question. Are we ready for the second question, gentlemen? Yes. yes. Great. What Sondheim character would your fiancé say is your spirit character? Ooh. I already know this. Uh, I'm the baker from Wh- End of the Woods. Why? Because I'm the baker from the End of the Woods. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just, that's who we are as people. There's so many psychological Jared. layers to that question, Brian. Um, this is the almost newlywed game. Uh, oh, just you know, the loser, the losing couple doesn't get to get married. So. <laughs> I feel like either Bobby and company, but he not him because he never gets married. Bobby, so that's not Bobby, my spirit. I love Bobby, 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 Bobby. Shoot, I don't know. Let's say Count Carl Magnus. Okay, Count Carl Magnus. 
Which Susical song would she say best describes your relationship? Oh, God. This is the worst. <laughs> she doesn't even know the Susical set list. How I lucky you are. Oh, oh, what a good answer. The cat song. What a great answer that was. Jared. It may not be. She why may is, not get it. Why it is may... Alone in the Universe all this coming <laughs> up in my head? <laughs> Notice me, Horton. <laughs> There's solace. In oh no, that might. Oh, sh- dang it! Yeah. Your what, answer you is already in. <laughs> no, Kimberly might say that. Though. It's locked in, bro. Damn it! Alone in the universe. Edge. Sure, alone in the universe. Great. I'm okay. failing this game hardcore. <laughs> uh, great. Are we locked into those answers, gentlemen? We're locked yeah. Into Ladies, would you please return to the almost newlywed game? (laughs) Welcome back, ladies. I'm scared. Welcome back. So we asked your gentlemen a couple of questions to see what their answers would be. And let's see if you match up for five points per question. Let's see. So we'll start with Kimberly. Okay. For question number one. Uh What musical have you listened to all the way through the most in your entire life? That's so hard. Yep. I asked the hard questions here on Almost Newlywed Game. Almost Newlywed Game. Because I'm like, I have listened to certain albums a lot. Mm-hmm. But like in my whole life. In your whole life. Like top life. to bottom all the way through. All the way yeah. through. You started with the overture and you ended with the tears or, or happiness. I don't know what you're listening to. No, usually tears. And then happiness. I don't know because it's my favorite. Probably Sunday in the Park with George. <laughs> That's five points for couple number two, Jane Kimberly. Because we listened to it all the way through together. The Let's merrily we roll yep. along to couple number one, oh. Whitney and Jared. Uh, same question, Whitney. And this includes her childhood. Just what sure. musical has, yeah, have you have life. you listened to all the way through the most of your entire life? Whole life, quite in childhood. Jared, please. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> The answer is, he said Les Miserables. Oh. You heard that. <laughs> she, we just went through all of the musicals she listens to a lot. Like what? earlier in this conversation, she talked about Ragtime and Parade. Mm. That's true. So and, we've heard what the... Carousel. Didn't even say Carousel. Though. She didn't say no. Carousel either, so... Yeah. So we've heard what the there. people are singing. Uh, let's oh go to question number two. Oh let's start with you, Jared and Whitney. <laughs> What Sondheim character would you say is his spirit character? Yeah. I'll repeat that. Someone from Little Night Music. Go on. Frederick? Mm. I don't know their names. Mm. Well, which one do you Which mean? one do you think? I don't know the show that much. <laughs> Whichever one he likes. <laughs> 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 He did say Count Magnus, so we'll give it to you. Five points. Five points. Oh, that's also pretty accurate. I don't know it that well. Uh, yeah. That was good. Well done. The Aaron Lazar role, if you will. Yes. Uh, Kimberly, same question. Well, we've also talked about this. this, is so, this <laughs> the baker. Is and why? Well, because I, the baker's wife, and he's the baker. That's literally what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I asked him why, and he goes, because I'm the baker. <laughs> There's no reason. Yeah. He just is. All right. Uh, moving into question number three for round number one, we're at five to ten. Yep. Leaders are Jane Kimberly. Oh, you, you did the math yourself. Can I ask, 
Sorry, Kevin. Can I ask a scoring question? Yes, you may. Sure. What's stopping it from just being one point per guess? Just wait. I'll tell you later. Oh. You won't. <laughs> question number three. What Susical the Musical song would you say, Kimberly, best describes your relationship with James Richard Schmidt III? <laughs> Notice me, Horton. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "How lucky you are." I don't know that song. But he did say. But she's gonna say. Brought it up later. I was like, "No, that's the right answer." And then they were like, "You're locked in." Doesn't count. Wait, what song? How lucky you are. I don't know that. How lucky? How lucky? How lucky? I do not know musical. I just know. Whitney looks nervous, so let's turn to Whitney. We talk about how much I don't know about musical theater. Same question. I said the song that I knew. What musical the musical song would you say describe best describes your relationship with Jared Buckbinder's Really? List you one song from Susical the Musical. I have well, no I just idea. told you one. <laughs> yeah, you um, just say one. The only one I know because she just said it is Notice Me Hard. But the answer was Alone in the Universe. Oh. <laughs> the only song I could think of. The only song I could think of. <laughs> like, what are these questions? So what else can you say? The only that song was I knew. Really specific. So, Kevin, I, I, I know. Moving on, yeah. ladies. I'm going to need you to stay here while the gentlemen move into the other room. Here on the Almost Newlywed Game. Almost Newlywed Game. I'm so glad that you are varying that so slightly so as not to copyright infringe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> in between. All right, girls, you ready for these really hard questions? Ladies. Yeah, I'm nervous. Did, wait. <laughs> Ladies, um, I have a couple of questions for you. Okay. Uh, and here we go. If you both were starring in a musical, you and your fiancé, playing yourselves, and he got sick, who would you cast as his replacement? Like someone I would want to play opposite or like to fill fill the type. Who would play Jay? As a re- who would you cast as a replacement for Jay? This could go so many Wh- different ways. Whitney? That'd be kind of LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, Kimberly? To tug at Jay's audition heartstrings, I'm going to say that Will Bloom will replace him. <laughs> will Bloom? <laughs> yeah, he was covering... Alex Brightman, yeah. 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 In uh, School of Rock. Oh. Um, should I just say Alex Brightman? Second... No, you said Will Bloom. That's your locked-in yeah, answer. Yeah, Will Bloom. Locked-in. Second question. Which Broadway diva would he say you most embody? What Broadway divas does he know? And that's such a weird question to me. I'm like, all of them? How do you not know all of them? Oh, like, which does he know? Because. Oh, right, not, not everybody's gay. That's true. <laughs> that's why they're marrying us ladies over here. Right, Catherine. I'm sitting over here, I'm like, well, I have all these divas listed. I'm like, well, it could be. What Broadway diva? Replace us if we had to call out sick? No, no like, just no, like, like your diva spirit diva. Like Who would he say is your spirit oh. diva? Kelly O'Hara. Okay. Um, I don't know, Bernadette Peters? That's what you, I was going to say. You should say that. Third <laughs> question for you ladies. Okay. The more embarrassing person to walk in on you to making whoopee, would it be Mama Rose, Edna Turnblatt, Mrs. May Peterson or Margaret Johnson? Margaret Johnson. <laughs> that would be the most awkward. Edna Turnblatt. Edna Turnblatt. I love that you knew who Margaret Johnson was right away. Is that it? 
That's it. That's it. Thank Gentlemen, you. will you please return? Gentlemen, I asked the ladies <laughs> some questions, and I'm going to need answers from you. Are you ready? Ready. You're ready. Jay. Yes. The first question was, if you were both starring in a musical, playing yourselves, and you got sick, who would she cast <laughs> as your replacement? James Corden. Good answer, but it's wrong. Will Bloom. Oh, my God. <laughs> Will Bloom. We made the cast. I really almost said James Corden, though. And then uh, I was like, no. Jared, same question. Vin. No. Hmm. Vin That's Diesel? Is that what you... Did you just replace He's yourself with Vin, Vin Diesel? Auto. Oh, oh Vin Otto. No, the the answer is Bobby Cannavale. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I get compared to him. I lot. thought you meant Vin Diesel for a second. I got really excited. I was like, oh, Vin. Yeah. Vin. You really think highly of yourself. My good friend Vin. Well, so, we're G- doing well. Question two, Jared and Whitney. <laughs> Which Broadway diva would you say your fiancé most embodies? Uh, Kelly O'Hara. Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. Jay. Same question. Uh, I'm just going to say Carmen Cusack. Bernadette oh. Bernadette Peters. Peters. I was going to guess Bernadette Thank Peters. Thank you. Really? I don't know. The red hair kind of throws me that I way. I was just like, I don't know. Let's think of a redhead. Yep. Oh. I mean, Jay kind of did that. I did that too. You're right. right. I was thinking of... Damn it. What's, we, what's the score? Hold on. Five plus five is ten. Yep. We're tied up in ten to ten. <laughs> <laughs> ten to ten, that's it? We're ten to ten right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 10 to 10. Yeah, so, I, I did math right. So, 2 to 2? Yeah. Right. No. 10 to 10, <laughs> So, final question for this round. Kimberly answered this following question for you, James Richard. Um, James Richard. Who would be the more embarrassing mom to wick, walk in on you making whoopee? Would it be Mama Rose, Edna Turnblatt, Mrs. May Peterson... Or Margaret Johnson? I'm going to say Turnblad. Yeah! Yay! That is correct! Yay! For those listening at home, I'm poorly moonwalking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very poorly moonwalking. I'm not good at it. Some sort of hand gesture right, Jared, has been Jared, same question for you. This would be to tie it all up, going into the... The, the final bonus round. Oh. That is correct. We are going into the final round, all tied up at fifteen to fifteen. Three Three to three. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, I have one job in this game, which is keep score. Please don't undermine my scorekeeping abilities. Someone pour me a drink. Are we all ready for the final bonus round of the almost newlywed game? I am so ready. So, I have already asked your lovely fiancés the following question. Oh. I'm going to need the correct answer from you gentlemen. Mm. This final point total is worth 25 points. It decides who's allowed to get married. So, so five points. Twenty-five points. <laughs> Jay, I swear to God. Enemy <laughs> of the show. Typical enemy behavior. <laughs> Undermining the point system. <laughs> Getting everyone all rallied up about points. At every turn. I'm getting really upset about this. <laughs> right, Brian. What musical setting 
Would your wife say you would want to spend your honeymoon? Would it be? Would you want? Would she say that you wanted to spend your honeymoon in Agrabah, Brigadoon, Asheville, Yorktown, Skid Row, the Chocolate Factory, Under the Sea, or 1900 Sweden? <laughs> I'm not going to announce the answers until you both have guessed. I see. Oh, both of our answers are in there. Both of your answers are in there. Whitney's sending iMessages right now. No! <laughs> They're doing that it's couple thing. Close. I already know the answer. What's the answer? Yeah. The chocolate factory. Same answer for me. And the winners are... Jared and Whitney. Yeah! <laughs> Kimberly said Brigadoon. Nonsense! Yes. So it's going to be awkward to cancel your wedding four days out, right? That's, that sucks. We just won't send a marriage license. It'll be fine. <laughs> we just won't sign it. It'll just be... It won't be a It'll just be a party. There's, yeah. there's, there's still an open bar, right? Yeah. You still get pressed. Not for right? Yeah, you do. Not for me. I kept score. That was fun. Good job, and guys. I'm really proud of you. Uh, let's play another game. One last game before we One head out. Game. Yeah! So right now, Kimberly's breaking out the Lights of Broadway oh, show yes. cards. So, we are going to plan a wedding. And everyone gets one part of the wedding to plan. Hmm. Whatever card you draw will inspire that point of the wedding that you're going to plan. I love that. Cool. Fun. So, um, Brian, pick a number one to six. Seven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't stay in the final cut, <laughs> We're going to pause and explain to Brian how numbers work. <laughs> it's a good thing I wasn't keeping score. What does they say? Want to tell me how to get... Um, <laughs> One through out loud, six. Out loud. Yeah. Four. Four. Um, Brian will get to plan the signature cocktail. Do I get Ooh. to choose yeah. now? Yeah. Okay. So I got Len Carew. Okay. So uh, his is going to be... A blood orange old fashioned. Oh, I because get it. he was in Sweet. Sweeney Todd. Um, so essentially, it's done with blood orange. It's an old fashioned done with blood orange mix, um, with a blood orange slice on the top, so it looks like bloody. Um, and the garnish that the actual blood orange is actually through not a sword, but a um, a butcher's knife, like a little small plastic butcher's knife. Yeah. Yeah. Adorable. Fantastic. Or it's garnished with the human thumb. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Real blood. Yeah. Oh, and it has the ice cubes, uh, the eyeball ice cubes that Kevin has. Google eyes. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. All right, Jared, pick a number one through six, but not four. Two. Do we finish the turkey chicken? Nope. Oh, Still eat some chicken. Jared will get to pick the officiant. Ooh. Oh, who's going to officiate their wedding? Yeah, and then you'll describe how that person would officiate a wedding. Okay, cool. And it's Hello, Dolly. Dolly is officiating her wedding, aka it's no longer about you. (laughs) (laughs) She never does it, but 10 minutes of it is done by Donna Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) Your aisle is lined with (laughs) waiters. It's not going to go well, but that's how it's going to (laughs) go. Pick a number one through six, but not two or four. One. One. Jay, you get to pick the venue. Nice. So pick a card, and then, uh, inspired by that card, pick a venue for this wedding we're planning. I picked (laughs) 
Bob Gunton. <laughs> Is that the original Ava? Ava per, or, not uh, Ava. Mayor. Uh, Juan Perón. Juan yes. Perón. Oh. It's going to be a back alley <laughs> in Argentina. Yes. With There's going to be laundry hanging up, very large French doors. Yes. It's going to be very romantic. Maybe maybe some lights hung up here and there. And so a bashore wedding. Yes, yeah, and it's going to be it's going to be very smoky and very romantic. Mm. Bob Gunton. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say his name sexy. Like, Bob, Bob Gunton. <laughs> Ooh, it's got his affairs. It just sounds like you're choking on something. Yeah. Bob. Oh, Robert Gunton. Gunton. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait, we can number one through six, but not one, two, or four. Five. Five. You get to pick the first dance. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay, so I got John Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like the first dance, because I love him on, um, what's that New Orleans show that he was on? Tremay. 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 So I feel like there's going to be like a really awesome like New Orleans jazz band playing. The opening of Roseanne? Oh. <laughs> a New Orleans jazz band to play your first dance? Yeah, That'd New be really Orleans nice. Yeah, going to play a... your first dance. In a, back alley, in a back alley in Argentina <laughs> with Helen <laughs> 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 Well, you're all drinking blood orange old fashioned. Yes. yes. With thumbs good, in it. This is a good wedding. <laughs> this is a great wedding. Okay, so you need to pick either three or six. 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 You get to pick the cake. Yes! Okay, so the cake is gonna be. Alright, so it's a Warren Carlisle cake. Alright, so this cake is going to have a giant picture of Bette Midler on it with a tiny picture of Donna Murphy in the corner and a really big picture of. What else did he do? Uh, Kristen Chenoweth on like the top left part because she was in the last show he did. And they're all, it's going to all be these divas screaming at each other from the corners of the cake. Okay. And you have to, like, cut it but not cut their mouths off or they actually scream at you. Yes. This is a really interesting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is cake boss making And there's no sugar in this cake at all. So, no. so I'm sorry. Paleo. <laughs> paleo cake. Yeah, but tons of ham. Yeah. Tons of ham. It's a ham cake. <laughs> Alright, Kimberly. Um, so I get to pick the theme of the wedding. Ooh. Which Michael Bennett. Not a rare card. Not a rare card. So the theme of this wedding is Leotards. <laughs> Everyone must come in their favorite audition outfit from 1972. Yes. The bride will walk down the aisle in keds and ankle socks. <laughs> with with a with a red Leo and the full Cassie nine. Yeah. Yes. So many mirrors. Oh, so mirrors many. everywhere. I'm at wearing the reception. leotards for your wedding now. Like, um, also, ev- the invitations are headshots yes. Um, yes. of the bride and groom. <laughs> you might and so when they kiss, all of the headshots go up, so they are kissing in front of an audience of themselves. Oh, and at the reception, halfway through, you make a cut. And those guests have to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun wedding! The uh, yeah. yeah. Yo, I can't wait to see in the... Argentina. Yeah. So our wedding takes place in Argentina. The theme is Michael Bennett. It's in an alley. 
a Bob Gutton alley. Yeah. There's jazz. There's New Orleans jazz bands. Uh huh. And there is a Diva Ham cake. The bride gets lifted down the aisle by waiters. Yes. Did we guys give you ideas for your wedding? Yeah. It's not too late to make some changes. Too late for us. Everything. No. No refunds. But we have nothing but money. So I just. I guess this brings us to the end of our show. Um, we keep going. So we keep, no, um, no. So I want to thank you guys for joining us. Yes. Also, happy birthday oh. to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Kevin. Happy birthday to. Every episode, we raise a glass and Cheers. say, do do up, Bob. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thank Check you. Grace. And oh, we will see God. you after Jay and Kimberly's wedding. But they won't be here because they're on a honeymoon. So get ready for boys episode. Boys episode. Or follow hashtag Becoming Kimmy Schmidt and just look at our honeymoon. Oh, yeah. Oh. Becoming yes. Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> Unbreakable. Broadway's They can't tell. No, no. <laughs> tell you. Hey, guys. This is Brian. Kevin. Kimberly. You drinking? Kimberly's drinking. Kimberly's yeah, drinking. Sorry. <laughs> Have you been having fun listening to us week after week after week after week after week? We're done. After week. After week? Well, we want to invite you personally to see Broad Wasted Live at the Bell House in Brooklyn as a part of New York City Podfest with our special guest and future friend of the show. Future friend of the show. Friend of the show. Future. <laughs> Krista Rodriguez. Krista Rodriguez. Rodriguez. You may remember Krista from uh, NBC Smash, from the upcoming NBC show Trial and Error, or on Broadway in shows like In the Heights, First Date, Adam's Family, and both Spring Awakenings. So come check us out at the Bell House in Brooklyn on April 9th at 1 p.m. It is an 18-plus event, so make sure if you are under 21, you are staying safe, and if you are over 21, you have a Bloody Mary or five. <laughs> And you can get your tickets now um, on nycpodfest.com. Go to our Instagram at Broadwasted or our Twitter at Broadwasted. So come see us and get drunk with us. Join the happy hour, Broadwasted Live. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.